Hey y'all, and welcome to another episode of Talking My Shh. Now I'm stressed. I gotta I gotta light up. Now I just came from outside. Okay? It's eleven thirty-seven PM. And this happened about an hour ago, so around 10.30. And I seen these kids, okay? Mixed breed kids. Mixed, half white, half black kids. All right? They look lost and confused, these two little kids. They look so little to me. They're about, their ages are probably like, ranges from 12 to about 14 years old, okay? Men and women, we got to do better when it comes to children. Children are innocent. They they weren't begging to be here. We were begging to get fucked. And because of that, they were here. (laughs) I wasn't begging. (laughs) But kids are innocent. They shouldn't be left in the dark to wander and do whatever they want to do. Parents should be active and know what's going on in their children's life all the time. You might not know what's going on maybe 15% of the time, but at least that 85, you should be, you should know what's going on. You should be able to know. So anyways, so I seen these, seen these kids. And I was like, I was at the store. I was at the 7-Eleven. And the clerk there was concerned. Like, she was on her own. She was working by herself. She was concerned. And she didn't know what to do. Like, she's like, these kids been in her store for like 20 minutes trying to get home. They don't know how to get to their grandma's house. What should she do? Should she call the cops? And I don't know because I have kids myself. But my kids are not on that. Like, whatever those kids were on, thank God my kids are not on that level. Like, they know to go to point A, to point B, come back home. And even if that's the case, they have cell phones. Call them, they answer, come home. But these kids didn't have a phone. They had nothing. They even have money to take the bus. So these kids, so as soon as I was going to approach these kids to ask them, like, are you okay? Do you need help? They ran out of the store. So the cashier was like, okay, like, she's worried. You know, I don't blame her. And I actually respect the the cashier because, you know, God forbid, if, like, one of my kids were lost, I would want somebody to contact me to, like, say, hey, you know, by the way, your child is here looking for you. Instead of calling the cops. You know what I mean? But these kids ran out of the store, so I was just curious. So I just, I didn't follow them. I just wanted to see where they were going. So they went to the bus stop. So I went there and I'm like, are you guys sure you guys are okay? They're like, yeah, we're going home. I'm like, do you know how to get home? And they're like, oh, we're going to take the go, take this bus. Like, it was all over the place. 
I don't know. <laughs> when they said the goal, I'm like, are you guys even from here? Anyways, long story short. <laughs> These kids look like they were on something. Literally look like they were on some type of drug. And it breaks my heart because it's like these kids have no chance. You know, they probably do have a chance if someone, their their grandma or someone in the family is willing to take care of them and show them the right way. But boy, I don't know what to say. (laughs) Because these are the same kids, God forbid, if they don't get the proper help that they need, will grow up. And do something. And then the parent will be like, oh, these kids were good kids. And blah, blah, blah. Ray Tay Tay. Nah, honey. Those kids were outside at night. Walking around lost and confused. Not knowing where they were going. Under the influence. They definitely weren't crying. Because I know. I know when someone has are under the influence. And those kids were definitely under the influence. Like, young kids? Oh, Lord. Time... I don't know. Like, my time... 12 and 13-year-olds... Okay, yeah, they were smoking. They were smoking cigarettes in elementary. And kissing, okay. But drugs? Like, heavy drugs? That was, like, most for me was mostly in high school. Like, getting... Like... Getting to know all these different drugs. I learned that all in high school. But these kids are vaping. Doing all sorts of drugs. Not even in high school. And it sucks because the schools. The schools don't do nothing. They don't do anything for these kids. They just teach them a lesson. And they send them on their merry way. They don't give them anything. There's no programs. There's nothing for these youths. No programs to uplift, uplift these youths. Nothing at all to give these kids hope or a fighting chance to be successful. There's nothing like that in schools. The only thing that's in schools is just toxic behavior. Just toxic. Kids bullying other kids. Kids trying to prove who's bad. Which is it's always been there. But when I was growing up, trust me, I had anger issues. And there were programs for kids with anger issues. You might have to miss one or two recesses, but those programs were there to help students, to help children, to give kids a safe haven, you know, to talk out their emotions, you know, to find out what's really going on with these kids, give them some activities. Like, for example, the anger management, I was being bullied. I was, like, if you see me now, that's how I looked when I was younger. I was thick and I was tall. So anytime that people used to see me, I used to have these overalls in it. The brand was BW. So when they saw the brand, the the letters on the on the overall, they'll call me Black Whale. And I had to fight people because you're not gonna disrespect me. I'm gonna fight you. So the school saw that and they enrolled me into a program that where it's called peacemaking. And it helps you deal with your anger, helps you talk through your emotions and whatnot. And once you complete the course, you become a peacemaker. So that peacemaker during recess time goes around and, you know, makes sure that no one's not being bullied. There's no fights and whatnot. And if there's a fight, you report it to the teacher that's on duty on recess 
and they, they de-escalated. But there's none of that right now. There's none of that. These teachers don't care. These teachers don't care. They only care about the paycheck. They don't care about the student. They don't care about the kids. I'm going to tell you about one, even a personal situation with me. One of my sons, when he started JK, you know, JK, SK, they get the colors, nap, whatever. There was no um, structure. So when he got to grade one, grade two, it was a little tricky because grade one, you're getting, you know, you're sitting down, you're doing activities at your desk, you know, it's structure. So my boy, being the boy that he is hyper, he has a lot of energy. When he's done an activity, is that time he wants to run around, he wants to, you know, explore. So they put him on a plan. Okay, fine, put him on a plan. But then my son was having outbursts. If he doesn't get his way, like, you know, little temp, temper tantrums. So then the teacher, the school's telling me I need to send him here, send this, send him there, whatever. You know, I was telling the school, I'm like, listen, maybe it's the environment. Maybe it's, he needs, maybe you guys need to find something that will, you know, that will help him, you know, um, tone down his energy, give him an exercise that will help him stay focused, you know? Whatever, they didn't listen to me. Whatever, they put him on the plan. Like, okay, maybe he's autistic. So they put him, they, they diagnosed, the school diagnosed my son as being an autistic kid, whatever. Thank God, like, my family doctor is like, I ain't put him on no meds. If the school think he's autistic, let them think what they want to think. Let them put what plan they want to put on him. But for me, your son is healthy. He's fine. He's not autistic. I was like, okay, as long as my family doctor is saying that to me, I'm fine. Whatever the school's physician, social worker, whoever she is, who diagnosed my son saying he's autistic, let her do her thing. Now, fast forward to now. My son now is in grade six. Okay. Principal wants to come and tell me and want to apologize. Say, oh, I'm sorry, man. We might have misdiagnosed your son. Your son might not be autistic. Duh. Duh. You guys don't know what you guys are doing. All you guys want to do is just label children. You guys don't want, the schools don't want to give no, no support to kids. Nothing. No source of anything. There's so many programs out there, but the school wants you, the parent, to take these children. When you're done doing your eight-hour shift, you're coming home. You're thinking about what you're going to prepare for dinner for your kids. You're thinking about the next day. You ain't got time to go sit somewhere. Like, you ain't got time for that. That's why schools. That's why the school is there for children. It's there to help kids. It's there for them. That's why they should have more programs for these children. Like these children nowadays don't know how to. They don't. They don't know how to be social. They don't know how to solve problems. They're quick to just get angry. They're quick to just outburst. They're quick. You know. All I'm gonna say is. If you have a child or you're, you know, you got to advocate for your child, your child. You got to be there for your child. You got to be there for your child, regardless of the situation, good or bad. Your child's your child. And you cannot depend on the school because the school now, 
The school system now is whack. It's weak. They ain't teaching the kids nothing. They're only teaching these kids is sex. How many weed dispensaries are there? It's stupid. They ain't teaching these kids about nothing. Nothing. I remember one of my teachers, I had like my hand when I was in grade one. Okay? When I was in grade one, I could, I still remember it because this teacher was a good teacher. I can remember all the good teachers that I had growing up because they took the time. They took the time out of their busy day in the school time, whatever day, and 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 sat down with me. One of my teachers, Mr. Antonini, shout you out. He used to call me a chatterbox because I used to love to chat while he's giving a lesson. But long story short, the man took time. He wanted me to write correctly. Because when I was young, I injured my finger. And when I write, I write differently. To this day, I still write the way I write because everybody writes the normal way. When you hold your pen, every everybody holds their pen the normal way. There's maybe 25% that holds it the odd way. But I can't, the way normal people hold a pen, I, don't, I can't hold that. So my grade one teacher was teaching me how to hold my pencil properly because I injured my finger. And because of that, like he was trying. But for me, the other way other way of writing, holding my pen was more comfortable because it wasn't applying pressure to that finger. You know what I mean? Anyways, all I'm just saying is these the school system is whack. And us parents, if we're trying to bring children into this world. The children never asked to be here. <sighs> so we need to try and do our best as parents. It's not easy, but we need to do what we can. You know? We got to do better. So I'm going to sign off here, and I'm going to talk to you at another time. All right? Take care. Bye. y'all and welcome to talking my now today's episode is going to be about toxic people toxic friendships and just hating ass people in general i'm sure you or someone you may know has gone through this you know I've gone through it myself, but I'm sure each and every, like we all have experienced someone out there that's always talking negative. That's all about toxic. You know, they're not about uplifting. They're not about finding solutions. They're all stuck in their ways. And it's like, why? Why? Why are they like that? Why? You know, why? 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 Life is so sweet. The birds are outside chirping. They, they, <laughs> I just don't understand people sometimes, you know? I just feel like people who are so negative are the ones 
that be making the silly mistakes. <laughs> nah. It's like they want you to be like them. Or they want you to... Or they want to feel... I don't want to explain it. But all I'm going to say... I'm going to use my example. I was a social butterfly. I, I consider myself to still be a social butterfly. But... I'm just, as I grow, like, as I gotten older, I move different, you know? And it's only a certain few people that understands your movements, you know? And they won't question it because they understand you and, you know, they keep it going. But it's just a few people that feel a certain way. And it's like, um... I'm trying to focus. I'm trying to get my shit together. I'm trying to manifest manifest <laughs> I'm trying to manifest my life I'm trying to you know see what my purpose is you know what I mean and it's like I'm not a type of person to like I don't mind being on the phone you know what I mean I don't mind talking on the phone with people just to catch up just to see how they're doing but I feel sometimes people's conversations are so draining that it's like <laughs> Do you really want to speak to them? Because they have nothing to fuel you with, to fill your energy with. They just come and they take away from you. And it's like, do you really want to deal with them? <laughs> so for my, for example, I'm a single mother and, you know, I got to take chances. I got to take risks. I got to do what I got to do for me and mine. You know what I mean? And I, where the way I was raised I was raised to mind my business. You know what I mean? I was raised, if you say good morning, I will say good morning. But at the end of the day, I'm going to keep it moving. I don't have nothing against anybody. I don't have, it's just how I was raised. I'm not that, like, like, unless if I know you, I'm going to say hi to you. But at the end of the day, I'm not a chat. I don't like to chat too much. Anyways, so, so one time, I live like the area that I live in. So I was doing laundry. It's a 24 hour laundry mat. So I, that, I like to do my laundry when it's late at night, like literally late at night, because one, I have lots of loads Two, I don't like it when it's busy because when it's busy, like with me, I time myself. I time to make sure that I pick up, I get my laundry on time where I won't run into a situation where someone's using their dirty hands or whatever the case may be, trying to take off my clothes out of the washing machine, you know? So I try to go when it's not busy. And third, the third point is I just don't like to be up in the laundry room chit-chatting and people are looking at your stuff and they ought to be all up in your business. Like, I don't need that. I don't need that. As long as do my laundry in peace, get in, get out, and that's call it a day. Anyway, so it was early in the morning, like four-ish, quarter to five, five thirty-ish, and I was just gonna go get my stuff out from the washing machine and put it into the dryer. And like you know, acquaint this acquaintance, this acquaintance, this person, like saw me in the lobby, and you know, instead of them saying, you know, good morning. Have a nice day. How are you? You know, the first thing the person said to me was, oh, my God, 
Are you kidding me? You left your kids by themselves? Um, first of all, my kids, I'm literally, the laundry, the laundry room is literally like five minutes, not even five minutes. I'm exaggerating. A one minute walk from, and I live on, and where I live, it's, everything is close by. So it's early in the morning. My kids are asleep. They're, they're sound asleep. They're safe. By his grace, they're doing all right. Like, oh my God. Nah, 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 nah. First of all, <laughs> like, <laughs> meanwhile, this person has, has, is also a single mother. So you will think, oh, you know, being a single mom is not easy, blah, blah, blah. You know, you'll think they'll say, you know, oh, okay, no problem. You know, oh my, like, you know, good morning. Oh, you know, where your kids, oh, oh, I know, I understand. It's all good. Just try to do your laundry and do it quickly. You know, something like that. Why are you coming? Oh, you left your kids by yourself. Like, oh, slow your road. Why is it your problem? <laughs> why is it really your problem? What? Why is it, does it concern you? Just because you got to wake up extra early to go and drop off your child somewhere else. Why does that concern you what or how I'm raising my children? You know what I mean? Like, at the end of the day, it's not bother. It, it shouldn't concern you because it's not, doesn't, like, I don't understand people who are just weird in general. They'd be so weird. And then the long story to this is, of like, let's say several months later, Oh, she was doing the same thing too. Leaving the kid alone, going to work, this, that, because of certain situations that happen with the the child care provider, the home care provider. Like, just slow your roll. Like, people are so quick to judge people. It's like, slow it down. We are not perfect human beings. We are not perfect. Okay? Like, honestly. The only person I can see that is perfect is Jesus Christ because he died on a cross. He was buried and he was risen. <laughs> so, and him too, he wasn't even perfect, but I'm just saying, like, he's the only person I consider to be perfect, but we're not perfect as human beings. So, by people being so quick to judge, it's what blows my mind. Honestly, I'm not a judgment. I'm very open. I'm a very open person and that's why it hurts when people are so quick to judge me because I don't look, I don't judge a person based on what they do. Or I just, I don't judge people, period. The only time I would judge you is if you do something that's like, not, I don't, honestly, I don't judge people, period. Unless if you have done something to hurt me. To disrespect me that I'll cut you off because that person I cut them off because people like that it's like <laughs> I feel like they're just low-key haters like they see you trying they see you they they see that you're trying to do the best that you can for yourself for your children and they they don't know how you do it they wonder how you do it and it's like I'm not sitting here thinking about anybody Apart from myself, how I'm going to dig myself out of this hole, how I'm going to provide for my kids and how I'm going to live a better life 
for my kids where my friends and family can also enjoy it too. I'm not thinking negative about anybody. I'm not sitting on the phone talking shit, talking bogus, talking out of my ass about somebody. I'm not doing that. I don't got time for that. And that's the reason why I don't like talking on the phone. I mostly, I like to be, you know, we're talking, we're, we're sharing ideas, we're providing solutions, we're moving forward, we're making plans. I'm not about, like, I'm not about you calling me to talk about your spouse. I'm not about that. I don't want to hear it. You made the decision. You decided that you you adore, you love this person. Why are you talking bad about someone that you care about? I don't want to hear it. I do not want to hear it. I honestly don't. You go to couples therapy and call it a day because I ain't nobody's therapist because I don't, honestly, I don't mind listening to it, but it's just like, what do you want me to say? I ain't got nothing to say because it doesn't add value to me. <laughs> it doesn't, it actually it does add value. It just goes to show that you rather be with someone that you can communicate with, that understands you and that loves you as a person. You know, it's, 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 people are just weird in general. <laughs> like, I'm trying. You know, there's people out there that will compliment, oh my God, you're a superwoman. Like, you try, you're good. Like, wow, I don't know how you do it. And then there's some people who are like, oh, she doesn't know how to cook. First of all, how that? No, for real. Someone told me I don't know how to cook. For one, you don't know me. And this is an acquaintance. This is not like a childhood friend. This is not like anybody. You're judging me because you stay at home and you got to take care of your kids while your man's at work. Like, I never invited this person over to my home to say, oh, you want to try this meal I made? Like, so how the hell do you know that whether or not if I can't cook or not? Like, I don't get it. Or you have a, a camera in my unit to see uh, whether or not if I'm cooking. Like, who who comes up with stupid stuff to say? Like, who says stupid stuff like that? And it's like, the per- like I was outside with this acquaintance at a community barbecue and I guess the guy kind of was feeling me and the lady who's married is like why are you so concerned why are you so concerned so the guy was trying to flirt with me and then she had to open up her stinking mouth and be like oh she can't cook <laughs> like really or truly and I've never invited this person ever ever I've never invited this person ever to my home to to um, come and have dinner. I've never done that in my life, okay? Because one, I don't know that person. I'm getting to know them. So, and it just, it's so mind-boggling how this person automatically knows I can't cook. And it's like, I never invited you over to my home to the first place. So how the hell? <laughs> Yo, mental health is real, okay? Mental health is real. Okay, like people, like the things that people, that things that come out of people's mouth. Sometimes I wonder, sometimes I'm a quick speaker. Sometimes I need to, sometimes I don't think before I speak, but it's, I don't say stupid shit like that, you know?